guess I'm in a game show kind of mood. Because I have these these stories that I want to share with you. This, this, this one, two, three of just madness, but they're... They're, they're madness in, in very, very different ways. What happens when an entire nation gives up? What happens when a person is clearly not in control of their own faculties? And what happens when a person believes themselves to be appointed and anointed by God? And how these things affect us. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it is so good to be with you. I figured oh, we might as well play the game. We're playing games. Let's play all the games. And now, it's time for everybody's newest game show. What's More Pathetic? It's a show where we take more than one pathetic thing, compare them, and you decide what's more pathetic. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Mr. Tony Katz. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. My gosh, we have got a full show for you on what's more pathetic. Three stories, three bits of audio you have to hear. You will get the chance to then tell us which one is more pathetic. Let us start in Australia, where, of course, they've decided freedom. That don't mean nothing. There's a pandemic after all. And this is the premiere of Victoria. Right, they've got their 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 certain areas, their their certain places, um, and this commentary is just absolutely, positively remarkable. You have the premier of Victoria, I believe his name is Daniel Andrews, saying that look, you get vaccinated, or you don't work. So first of all, uh, I can announce that by Friday the 15th of October, every single authorised worker that is on that authorised worker list, whether they be in Melbourne or in regional Victoria, will need to have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That is, if they want to continue working. If there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, it? Well, then they won't be going to work. Okay. It's very, very simple. It's very simple. We want to open the place up. You want to, I'm not taking lectures on freedom from people who will hold all of us back. Right? We want to be free. We're going to be free. We're going to be open. And the key to that is getting these vaccination numbers up and up and up. You don't get to work if you're not vaccinated. That's the take of Victoria in Australia. Well, that is hard to compete with. I mean really hard to compete with that level of hate and vitriol for your fellow man and for your con- fellow countrymen there in this, the, the, the fear of COVID. But what about contender number two? Contender number two is our very own Dr. Anthony Fauci, who isn't so sure when talking to Face the Nation on CBS if we're going to be able to have Christmas. Who knows if that's even possible? But we can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell? 
You know, Margaret, we, it's just too soon to tell. We've just got to concentrating on continuing to get those numbers down and not yeah. try to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. Let's focus like a laser on continuing to get those those cases down. And we can do it by people getting vaccinated and also in the situation where boosters are appropriate to get people boosted because we know that they can help greatly in diminishing infection and diminishing advanced disease, the kinds of data that... Yes, the vaccine can help diminish the advanced disease in terms of the severity of the symptoms, but it doesn't necessarily stop cases. That's... It, it can lower symptoms, but if you get COVID, you get COVID. It, and you're either asymptomatic or you're not. Are the symptoms severe or less severe because of the vaccine? That's the question. What is he? Does he even know what he's saying? We don't know if we're going to be able to have Christmas? That's a special, special kind of ignorant. Now, on most days... These two would be enough, and then we would open the phone lines, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. You could reach out on Twitter, at Tony Katz. You could do Tony at TonyKatz.com. And we would tell you which one is more pathetic, but no. We have got a third entry in the mix. This is Keith Olbermann. Who? Keith Olbermann. Formerly from San, from, from from ESPN, formerly from MSNBC, used to yell at everybody a lot about politics. He put the biscuit in the basket. Right, Keith Olbermann. He decided he was going to go from doing news to doing sports uh, to then reporting from his basement, and now he reports from a balcony overlooking Central Park and lectures to us. Now, I believe this is edited, Producer Ari. This was supposed to be edited. However, however, because we have to make sure of these things, Producer Ari, finger on the dump button. Keith Olbermann talking about vaccines and vaccine mandates and the people who don't get their vaccine. He just got his booster shot. Um, the ones who won't get the shot already. And our first step, you and I, is symbols, the language we use. We call these people vaccine hesitant, vaccine skeptics, anti-vax. We say they're protesting mandates and passports. They're making a personal choice. They're waiting for more information. They're making a medical decision. Both, they're afraid. They're afraid to get vaccinated. Stop feeding their egos about what they're doing. Stop legitimizing it. Vaccine hesitant, they're afraid. Vaccine skeptics, they're afraid. Anti-vax, they're afraid. They're protesting mandates and passports. They're afraid. They're making a personal choice, they're afraid. They're waiting for more information, afraid. They're making a medical decision to be afraid. The snowflakes are afraid. Now, there's more to this. But I got to tell you, when I first saw this video, I saw this, I looked at it, and I tweeted out, 
as you know, I, I'm not always active on 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 Twitter, but I I simply tweeted out that somewhere Keith Olbermann has a friend, and that friend needs to stop what they're doing, pick up the phone, call Keith, and ask him if he's okay. This isn't unhinged. This is a call for help. Afraid of the vaccine. Afraid of being proved wrong. Afraid of doing what anybody else in the world tells them to do. Afraid of needles. So no more pleasant euphemisms about what's going on here. Apart from the people who have legitimate medical complications about vaccines, we have to stop coddling the morons who will not get the shot. We start by calling them what they are. They are all snowflakes and cowards and idiots and losers. And most importantly, they are afraid. That's not a healthy guy, guys. That is a call for help, the likes of which I have not seen in a good long time. And somewhere, somewhere, Keith Olbermann has a friend. Keith Olbermann has a friend who needs to help him. And I am actually so concerned about a guy I despise, I can't even put him in the competition. I just had to share it with you because it not, it's, it's absolutely nuts. And that brings us to our two competitors. Playing what's more pathetic is Dr. Anthony Fauci saying he's not so sure we can have Christmas because of COVID. And the premier of Victoria, Australia saying that if you don't have a vaccine, you can't go to jobs, you can't have work, you're not allowed to go to work, and he won't have those people lecture to him about freedom. Which one is more pathetic? Keith Oldman is just a cry for help, so we're putting it out of there. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Twitter, at Tony Katz, Tony at TonyKatz.com. We go now to producer Ari, who always gets the first vote in What's More Pathetic?, Producer Ari, have you decided which one is more pathetic? Well, I mean, if Oberman's off the table, then... Wait, would you would you have put Oberman as, as more pathetic? Oh, I, that would have been the easiest decision I've ever made. Yes, right. of course. And you'd be right, but that that guy's not okay, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not there with you on that take. I think he's just really, really desperate for attention. So let's say you're right. This this is more than just notice me. That's that's out of your head. What? Uh, so I, I I tell you a true story. The the guy has got nine million lives. This is this is my own witnessing, my own eyes about Glenn Beck. I don't talk smack about other radio hosts. I I don't. Glenn Beck has an had an absolutely amazing career. And Glenn Beck, for a few years there, what he did at CNN and then what he was doing at Fox News, was quite literally theater, not that he was making it up, just in its presentation. It was amazing. It was amazing stuff. But when this twenty when 2016 happened, uh, uh, Glenn 
was saying things like, um, it, it, it is our job to vote for Ted Cruz. God wants us to vote for Ted Cruz. And there was a moment where Glenn Beck was speaking in, in, uh, in Iowa at the caucuses, and he's trying to rally people. And Trump walked in the door. And every person who was watching Glenn Beck, who's still a star, turned their back and went over to see Trump. Literally, he went from speaking to a crowd of a couple hundred people, remember the caucuses, they happened in small areas, to talking to nobody. Follow that up with myself at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. And there, if you had been there a few years earlier, Glenn Beck had security and, and hundreds of people trying to talk to him and get his autograph. And there he was in front of my table. I didn't do the interview. Waiting on somebody with no one around him. It, it, un, 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 unbelievable. I have seen people rise and people fall and people work their way back. Keith Olbermann is on a different level of having fallen. You went from $7 million a year to being on MSNBC to ruining yourself with ESPN to broadcasting from a basement to now being on the balcony of your apartment overlooking Central Park. You're four seconds away from being on a street corner banging on a plastic jug telling me you're a drummer. This is what it is to fall down. Holy cow. So no, producer Ari, hey, this is more than just attention. That's my take. This is more uh, Beck uh, willing to accept the fact that Trump was right might have been a call for attention, and he actually did some very very good work in trying to get planes out to Afghanistan to get people uh, back to the U.S. Very impressive, and all the respect in the world for him. For for Oberman, this is different. As for whether it's the premier of Australia saying you can't work if you're not vaccinated or Dr. Fauci saying you can't have Christmas, we're not so sure if we can have Christmas, which one is more pathetic? We'll answer that question in just a bit. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.